0: looked at this word and this word actually when I really looked at it it's not really a hard one it just sounds harsh so we'll go over that today Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 Deuteronomy 6 and 4 It says, listen, people of Israel. Try it again. It says, listen, people of Israel. It's thinking, it's thinking, just go I'll try it again. <laughs> listen, people of Israel. Auntie, the Lord is our God. You see that? Yes. Go. The Lord is one. Love- you know what that means, Auntie? It means the Lord is the only God. Amen. No. It's amazing how people worship things that's been created. I'm not worshiping something that's been created. I'm only going to worship the thing. Hallelujah. There are other gods in the world, but you know, all other gods would need God because he created all other gods. Amen. Someone would say, "Well, you know, what are the gods you're talking about? Well, the god of money?" Jesus said, "You can't serve us both." So there's a god of money. Everybody say, Amen. "Amen." And then you have Buddha, and then you have all these other thoughts and all these other, and then you have Ra and all these guys that were man-made. So my thing is, I can't, I can't worship. And some people worship animals and they worship the sun, the stars, the moon. I can't worship something that that was created by something else. Amen. I can only worship the true living God who created all things. Somebody asked me, do, do I believe in aliens? And I'm like, I, I, I might, <laughs> because um, God said he made us in his image, that don't mean he didn't make other things. And he did make other things, because he's got angels,
1: uh-huh.
0: seraphims, amen, demons, hallelujah somebody, he created them too. And so my thing is, it's like, so could God have created some little green, thi- and why they always green and why are they always hostile? E.T. E. was the only friendly alien that came down here as a friend. You know? <laughs> but it's like all other aliens are so hostile. It's like if you come down here in peace, we might be able to talk it through. So, but, but my thing is, so is, are there aliens? I don't know. I won't be arrogant to say that God might, might have created some other beings, but I just know we're the only ones made in His image. Everybody say amen. amen to that.
1: Come on, come on, auntie. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your
0: soul and with all your strength. Here's, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength. And I go, well, that's tough because we love the Lord with most of our heart and just about all of our souls and with as much strength as we can muster up. I I was thinking, here's Jesus came and all he talked about was the kingdom. And so my mind went weird. It went to if we were going from here to Mexico and we get all the way down to say, uh, Texas or wherever you cross over to get into Mexico. And we did all that progress to get down there. So it's miles from here to get to the border of Mexico. And then we get to the border of Mexico and don't cross over. We're still not in Mexico. Amen. What are you saying? I'm saying that's how people do God. They make a lot of progress, but they won't make that last step. Mm-hmm. They, it's like uh, I, this is people I can't stand the most. The people who know the Bible better than you, but they don't obey any of it. hmm. I mean, they can quote it. They, they can and see because the Bible's a book. And if you're a studious person and you got a lot of time, you, you can easily read the Bible. And then people say, well, wow, he really knows the Bible. And I go, I'd rather know a little bit about the Bible and live right than the person who knows all the Bible and don't live it for crap. That's
1: right. To
0: them, it's just a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like that. It's that? So it's not just coming, making all the progress to come to God or come to the kingdom of heaven or come to Jesus. It's making that final step. So you can go from here to Texas, stand on the border of Mexico, and still not cross over. Though that is what's going on in the world. Because mm-hmm. everybody proclaims to know God now. Everybody proclaims that, yeah, I believe in, I believe in God, but I, leave, I, leave in, I believe in my way, though. I have my own doctrine, and so here it is. I'm, I'm, I made a lot of progress. Some people, they do okay. They... They, they try to do right. Love the Lord God with all your heart. Can anybody squarely look in the mirror and go, I do that. Yeah. That's tough. With, with all your soul, can anybody look in the mirror and say, yeah, I do that. With all of your strength, it's too much going on out here. You guys got a lot of stuff to do. I woke up this morning, I felt so torn. I'm like, pulled this way, pulled that way, pulled this way. I feel like my clothes are being, (laughs) I feel like my limbs are being like stretched. and Somebody's got my leg. I, I I got so much that funnels down to me. And I'm like, man, I feel so torn, so pulled in directions. But Jesus says, come on to me, all of you who are tired of that mess and I will give you rest. He didn't say, I'll fix it. He says, I'll change your mindset about it. Amen. So what's going on is sometimes we hold on to stuff too much. Amen. We hold on to it. We, if we can't fix it, why do we hold on to it? Amen. If you can't fix it, you, that's the perfect situation to give it away. Amen. Some things I cannot fix, I cannot fix what's going on in California right now. So I'm gonna have to give that away Amen. to the one who can fix it because I can't do anything. But man, sometimes, we get torn and we hold on to the pressure of it. And he says, love me with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your strength. And I go, that is hard. Amen. And I don't know how many Christians actually do it. With all of it? I mean, with most of our hearts and most of our souls and a lot of our strength, but all of it? That's tough.
1: Auntie, read me first. These commandments that I give you today are to be on
0: your heart. So hearts. wait a minute, you're telling me it's not a suggestion that he's commanding us to do this? Amen. He says, these commandments, I'm commanding, you're commanding me to love? Yeah, because love is a choice, you all know that. Amen. I used to read that and go, you can't command my emotions. It's not an emotion. Love is not an emotion. You ever see teenage kids, and they, especially little girls,
1: oh, he's, I love
0: him. I don't even know what love is. Shut up. 12 <laughs> <laughs> years old, you're talking about you're in love. With that funny looking little, look, you got to, The little boys are so funny looking, man. And I'm like, you're in love. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. These commandments I give you today, they, they got to be on your heart. Next verse is important. Go impress them on your children and that word press auntie means to talk about them when you sit down with not preach at your children but talk about it with your children amen yeah the kids come here and they go downstairs and, they, and hopefully they're talking about the lord down there and, but my thing is it's like man but you know where it, it, it comes a lot better when it comes from you amen now here's the problem when you do that you got to live up to it amen Hallelujah. 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 Me and Julian constantly, me and Courtney, me and Candace constantly talks. They, they always funnel their questions down. Because one, I try not to preach at them. Mm-hmm. I try to just discuss it. Amen. All right. We have to talk about the word with our children. We have to do it. You got to do it. Amen. Casually, I like how it says. It says, talk about it when you're sitting at home, when you when you're out on a stroll, and you wasn't driving in the car before. When, you, when you're getting ready, till you're tucking their little tushes in the bed. Do you talk about your, Do you talk about the Lord with your kids? Amen. I do. Now here's the problem: you gotta live up to it. Amen. You can't tell them, well, the Lord'll give you peace, and you don't have any. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. He can't tell them, hey, you know what? The Lord gives me, he got me, he gives me joy which causes me to be strong and you don't have it. Amen. So it is putting pressure on you when you talk about it. You got to live it because they're right there. They see it. So you can't be talking about the Lord and cussing them out in the next hour. Amen. Amen. I had to, man, I, this, 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 <laughs> I was listening to this, this, I don't want to, this stuff goes out, I'm scared to say so. A little boy that we know was complaining that, you know, and he, and he was using some foul language, and I was like, hey, dude, if you say that again, I'm going to slap the crap out of you. And so, we talked to the parent about it, and the parent's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm on him about that. And then he starts using language. And I go, okay, I'm not mad at they hear it from you. right? So how are you telling them to not do it when you do it every other word? So I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the problem, not you. Because mm-hmm. they just sponge in everything you say. So if Julian's running around cursing, then I'm in trouble because I'm cursing at home. Yeah. Hallelujah now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's like, man, when you talk to them about the Lord, and I'm spending too much time on this, make sure you can live up to it.
1: Cause mm-hmm. they're
0: watching. Yep. Yes, they are. Love the Lord with all your heart, un- un- all your heart, soul, strength, un- that's. Auntie,
1: where are we? On eight. Let's go. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Yeah. Write them on your doorframe, on the door frames of your houses and
0: on your gates. In order to really to get the word functioning into your life the right way, you have to get the word into your system. And the way you can get the word into your system is to constantly read it. Hallelujah, somebody. If you get a scripture that does something for you, write it down, stick it on your refrigerator. Do something. To do what? To try to absorb it. So when you need it, it'll automatically bubble up. This is what happens. When you hide enough word in your heart that you might not say and you hide enough word in your heart that when when troubles come, the Holy Spirit can go into the Rolodex that is in your heart and go, here, this one, say this one. Yes, yes, he will. Yes. He see, sometimes when you get on a roll, man, stuff starts bubbling out of me that I forgot I knew. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I've heard it so many times and it's pushed down inside of me. So when trouble comes, he goes, wait a minute, I got something for that. And he goes, here, here, this one right here. Yes, yes. And I go, oh, I can't see. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leaves me alive. Yeah. I Go, oh, oh. oh never leave nor forsake me. Yes, Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Lord. So if you don't know any word, he has nothing to go into your Rolodex to find. That's why I love singing. I love praising. I love fellowship, but man, give me the word. Amen. And I go to churches and they sing so much, I'll be like, can we please shut up? Amen. I can't take, this is four songs. And then then poor Mike, because Mike's standing with me, he's looking like, Don't, don't, don't. And I'm like, <laughs> Mike, they got it up, man. This is four long, it's
1: four, four long songs. <laughs> See,
0: because now, yeah, you know, we're into the entertaining of the folks. Everybody say, Amen. Amen. Give me the word. Everybody say, Amen to amen. that. Amen. If you go to this church, you love the word. Come amen. on, come on. It says, write them on your doorposts or your houses. Do anything you can to keep the word in you because that's what's going to help you get through. And that's also going to help you be able to say, I must love the Lord with all of my heart, with all of my soul, and, and with all the that's in me. Man, that's tough. Actually, go to the next one. That's not even my tough statement. This is my tough one coming up. Luke chapter 9, verse 57. Now, I've read this a bunch. And, and I, really, I really looked at it this week and I realized something. Because I thought, Jesus, you, he, he gets such a bad rap the way Jesus responded to these three guys. But I'm going to show you why he wasn't trying to be mean. All right? He was just trying to help them out. So here it is. A bunch of people were walking along the road. And the man was with them. So Jesus didn't have just the 12. He had a bunch of people following him wherever he went. Yes, he did. He had an entourage of people waiting. He had a congregation that followed him everywhere. Mm -hmm. Walked with him everywhere he went. You ever seen Forrest Gump? Mm -hmm. One of the best movies ever written. Remember when he went off on his run, then all of a sudden he had all these people running with him? Mm -hmm. that's how Jesus was he he it wasn't just the 12 people were following him and a man that was following him came and said I'll follow you wherever you go now Jesus wouldn't have been a good he wouldn't he wouldn't have built the big church because he always ran everybody away (laughs) all right auntie what did he say Jesus
1: replied Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head.
0: And if I would have been standing there eavesdropping, I would have been like, what? (laughs) He said he wanted to follow, and you're talking about you don't have no hotel. I mean, think about it. The guy comes and says, I'll follow you wherever you go. And then Jesus goes, "Uh, foxes got dens and birds got nests. I don't have anywhere to go. That doesn't make sense but what you don't see is that the man came back and said something hallelujah somebody hallelujah. what you don't see is they didn't even take the conversation any further so Jesus shut the dude up with one statement hmm. now let's talk about why it happened because Jesus realized something this guy is an idealist see He's enamored with this thought of we're getting ready to overthrow or do something new. Mm -hmm. I want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And he's also from the thought of, listen, if you do the right things, if you work hard, apply yourself and all that, then life will work out for you. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He's an idealist. So Jesus hits him with, um, you're coming to me not really to come to the kingdom see you're all the way to the border of mexico but you're still in texas all right you're not coming to me because you're I, see people want to accept christ as savior but they don't want to obey him as lord amen amen and so you're all the, you're all the way to the border but you're still in america you're not in mexico and he goes you are an idealist who believes that if you do the right things, if you're in the right place, and you make the right people, then you will succeed. And Jesus goes, I'm turning the world, world upside down, but I don't even have a place to stay. Hmm. I got nowhere, I'm, I'm wandering, because they're trying to kill me, so I gotta keep walking around because it's not my time to go yet. And so, and you wanna come and you wanna, do you really know the cost of following me? Hmm. So you think that you come to me, everything's going to be great. You'll get the light you've always wanted. He, that's why he hit him with foxes that got somewhere to live and birds got somewhere to live. I don't, what, look at me. What do I have? I got nothing. So the whole world you want by coming to me, you won't get mm-hmm. You might not get it. Look at me. I got nothing. And the idealist goes, I don't You're right, I don't want no part of that. Mm -hmm. He was happy somebody was, it was a new cause, you know. People love causes, don't they? They jump out there and they'll start marching. Anything (laughs) to overthrow. People Mm -hmm. try to overthrow the government. Mm -hmm. If if, if I'm on board because you came and you're going to change the way things are, it's going to be different. I'm on board with that. And then I realized something. If I do this, if I do the right things, I'll get the life I've always wanted. And Jesus goes, no, you, you might get nothing. Jesus, you're running members away. Because that's not what you tell them in Bible school. You encourage them by letting them know that come to Jesus, your family will be perfect. Your career will be great. Your grandkids will have kids and their kids and kids and kids will be blessed. And I'm here to tell you, come to Jesus and we'll see what happens. Amen. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) I'm bad at it too. I'm bad bad at raising congregations. I I, I, I read it like I see it and I tell it like I see it. So here's this idealist and Jesus is going, you coming to me because you want this great life. Foxes have holes, birds have nests. I don't have anything. You want to be like this? The guy didn't, the guy didn't follow him. Amen Uh somebody. Uh-huh. Auntie, let's go to the next guy. He said to another man, follow me.
1: Yeah. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Okay, he says, follow me
0: now. Hey, you, you, you want to follow me? Because they're all walking. They're wa- walking alongside Jesus, And he goes, you want to follow me? And the guy says, yeah, but, but first. When, you, when, when people go but first or as long as mm-hmm. or hold on a second, mm-hmm. man, see, he's got conditions. Now, here's the scary part.
1: Jesus says what, aren't you? Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, yeah. but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Now Jesus, that's harsh.
0: But this is something we're missing. This is what, I looked at it, I looked at it. In Jewish culture, if this man's father was getting ready to die any minute, he wouldn't have been with Jesus. He would have had to been at bedside. Mm-hmm. So this guy's been following Jesus for a while. This is what the guy is saying. Let me go home because I don't wanna lose my inheritance if I follow you. Mm-hmm. See, cause I have to be home when my father passes away and then my father probably doesn't agree with this stuff I'm doing. So if I commit to this, he's gonna drop me. The guy's father wasn't getting ready to die. That's why Jesus says, let the dead bury the dead. What he was really saying is, let people who are dead, because without me, you're dead, go bury other people who are dead without me. Hmm. I can't say that again to save my life, man. I guarantee you I can. I'm going to try again. He says, let the people that are dead bury the dead, because people who are dead are people without me. So let the dead go bury the other dead people that don't have me. You follow me. Mm -hmm. The guy's father wasn't getting ready to die right then. Because Mm -hmm. if he would have been, Jewish law says you have to be present Uh when a father dies because that's when everything gets handed out. His father really doesn't like this cause. Right. He doesn't want to upset his father. So Jesus wasn't being harsh. Jesus was saying, look, you've been walking with me for a week now. Yeah. If he dies, then let the people there bury him. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm like, Jesus, that's so harsh. It's like, it's like imagine, imagine somebody going, well, my mom just died. Well, so what? Come into work anyway. Jesus wasn't saying that. He was saying, listen, dude, your father's not getting ready to die. You don't want to lose the world that you have. Mm-hmm. See, you're not going to be able to do us both. Amen. Peter didn't go, hey, man, I'm worried about my, my family. He just left. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. The other disciples didn't, when he came and said, follow me, they didn't go home and make provision. Right. They just went. See, but first I have to finish living my life before I come to you. Hmm. But, but first I got to achieve my earthly goals before I come to you. See, people come all the way to the border, but they don't cross over. They, they come all the way to Texas, but they won't step into Mexico. Jesus saying, come to the kingdom. And they go, well, I'm going to stand right here. I've been following you. i made a lot of progress. I don't go to bars as much. I don't drink as much. But I won't. I come to church every once in a while, but I won't step over. Mm -hmm. Jesus is going, Jesus kind of harsh. No, it's not. Jesus not getting ready to die. If he was, he'd be there. Mm -hmm. He's worried about following me and holding on to the life that he has. Auntie, go to the next guy. Still
1: another said, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me go back and say goodbye to my family.
0: See, stipulations. I will follow you, but first. I'll follow you, but wait a minute, let me do this. I'll I'll follow you, but as long as you do this, I'll follow you. See, it's stipulations. Mm -hmm. The first guy didn't have any stipulations. He just said, I'll follow you. And Jesus blew him off, too. But these guys got stipulations. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first. But, there's another but, big juicy but. (laughs) But first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. That's (laughs) admirable. You're getting ready to take a long journey, don't you want to say bye to your family? It's funny, whenever I leave, or Courtney's down in Georgia right now, Courtney hugs me like I'm going to war. I'm like, I'm coming back. What are you doing? Damn, See you get back, Dad. She's gone. She's like, Dad. I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> you know she. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to say goodbye to your family, right? What did Jesus say, Auntie? Jesus replied, "No one who puts a
1: hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom see, of Jesus, God." Jesus, that's harsh.
0: That is harsh. And then I, re- I looked at it, and it's not harsh. Because Jesus is saying, would you please forget about all of that? Can you forget about your past? You know, notice something? You ever notice when you're trying to do something straight, you're trying to go straight? If you turn around and look back, you're going to be over here somewhere. You think you're going straight. But the line is, if you go back and say where, it's like cutting your grass. And I'm not one of these line guys. Some of my neighbors, oh, they get on my nerves. And I don't care, I hope they hear this. Because their lines are perfect. My lines are all open, because I just want to cut grass. <laughs> so I got a tire track this way, that way, I don't. <laughs> but my neighbors are perfect. They, they cut them at angles. And they, it look like golf courses. And I, I got too much to do for that. <laughs> But do you have to go in a straight line and then you look back for a minute and then all of a sudden you're not straight no more. You're way over here. You can't stay straight looking backwards. That's right. He's saying, listen, if you put your hands to the plow, you're plowing, you can't keep looking back. Amen. Because you won't stay straight. Amen. He's saying, man, you, you... Say goodbye to your family. You just, you won't let that life go. See, you're still in Texas. You made a lot of progress. You came a long way. You followed me for a while. But it's that last step into the kingdom you can't do. You're at the border. You're almost there. You almost made it. And it's like, but no, but first, let me do this. If you let, allow me to do this, I'll come to you soon. You guys know people like that. You ever have somebody say, man, I want to come to Christ, uh, but I got to get myself together first. <laughs> Good luck with that. Amen. You come to God to get yourself together. Amen. If you can get yourself together, then you would have to come. Right, right. I've had people say that. i want, I got to straighten some stuff out first. With what? You're conscious? You're not going to be able to straighten it out with that. Just doing the right thing? No, because you actually love it. You can't come to God after you straighten it all out. You come to God so he can straighten it all out. Amen. And the thing is, what does he need to straighten out? You're thinking. Amen. <laughs> he says... Anybody looks to the plow, you're not fit for the kingdom. Not, you, see, you, you, keep, you, keep, you keep looking back. You keep going back to the same old boyfriend, back to the same old situation, back to the same old problems, back to the same old drugs, back, back to the same old alcohol, back to the same old pornography, back, back to just going back all the time. You can't stay straight if you keep going back, keep looking back. Once you start plowing, you got to stay forward, stay forward. He said, listen, you want to go home? Say goodbye to your family. He said, Peter, will you follow me? Peter went, yeah, okay. You didn't see where Peter went home and had a barbecue before he left. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I think that's kind of, me personally, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, go tell your family bye. But Jesus is going, no, see, I know your heart. Mm Mm-hmm. You're saying that because it's the right thing to say because you've been walking with me for a while and you're fond of my ideals, But you won't commit. So you accept me as savior, but you won't, you you won't obey me as Lord. Mm -hmm. So there's three guys. One comes and Jesus hits them in the face with, I don't have no word. I don't have this life that you desire. Look at my life. You think you desire a great life? It, it, it says the kingdom is more than just eating and drinking. Hallelujah, Amen, baby. It, it's it's peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. It's it's more than just what you eat and drink and how you the life you live. It's more than that. Get people to feel no, because people come to Jesus because they want that life. Everything else. So now now let me try this Jesus thing, and I'm gonna come to Jesus. And then Jesus is going to fix all my problems. And when he doesn't do it in a month, they fall away. Or they come to Jesus because they're lonely. And they come to Jesus because I need someone to love and somebody to love me. And they come to Jesus. And then when the ugly boyfriend comes, they fall away. They don't get rid of the boyfriend. They get rid of Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm or we we go man i want to come to the lord but man i'm still not done living this life yet i'm in texas i made it to texas (laughs) but i'm not i'm not done living yet there's still some stuff i want to accomplish over here there's still some some things i want to do or i'm involved with something that it ain't gonna mix with you i can't i can't come to you right now because i'm gonna have to let this go and I don't want to let it go. Right. Amen. I, 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 want, I don't want to step over into the kingdom yet. Jesus is going to see. I got nowhere, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but I have nowhere to lay my headship. Nobody wants to follow me, really. Hmm. They want to follow me their way. Right. They're our way to Texas. Jesus, I guess that wasn't that harsh. No, I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just saying, the one guy, you're an idealist who coming to me because you like this new cause and you want a great life, so you jumped on board. I don't want you. And then the other ones, it's like, man, I, you, I, do you want to follow me? No, you got too many stipulations. I need a decision right now. What am I gonna you're gonna sacrifice everything? But I need a decision right now. And they go, No, I can't do it. None of them followed him. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. We don't see it anywhere where it followed them.
1: Auntie, where are we going now? 1025.
0: Read this last one. Let's go.
1: On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus.
0: Mm -hmm. Teacher at the law. Here's someone who's come a long way, Auntie. He's mm -hmm. an expert at biblical truth of the Pentateuch. He's, he's not someone who, who just dabbles in it. No, he's someone who's, from, from, his, from the time he can start speaking, is, was probably in the synagogue learning these scriptures. This is one of them guys that knows the Bible backwards and forwards, but don't live it for crap. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right, Auntie, go.
1: Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, he's
0: testing him. He's trying to trick Jesus, so that let's. Dude, you know you know the Bible but you don't live it cuz why are you trying to trick somebody? Why why are you see I, I know what I know what the Bible says. I'm an expert and I'm going to try to use it to my advantage. Wow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, baby. <laughs> it's like, man, I've been in churches, auntie, where mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 guest speaker came. I'm not lying. And he goes, okay, what's going, we're going to give. I got the hundred-dollar line down the middle, the fifty-dollar line this way, the twenty-five-dollar now. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I'm sitting there going, is he serious? And then I got, I said, is it are they serious? Because people did it. Mm-hmm. Under the guise of, if you give, the Lord will bless you. many people are in the $100 line? But you forget, I've been in back rooms and I've heard people go, oh man, I only got like three grand in that offering. Oh man, they know they, they don't have money over there. I, I didn't get enough. I, I, we bought speakers in and I went, we had to pay them that to get them to come? Why are you getting them to come? It's a career for them. Mm, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So here's this teacher of the law now. Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Auntie, go. What is written in the law, he replied. Jesus says, you know the law. You're trying to trick me. How do you see it? What do you think you need to do?
1: He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself.
0: He says the right quotes the scripture that we read. Love the Lord God with everything that you have. And I can imagine a guy, when he was saying that going, wow, that's messed up. Because my motives aren't good right now. Because mm-hmm. right. remember, he threw in. He could have stopped that love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and all your mind. But he threw in the rest and said, and, 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 and I got to love my neighbor as myself. Meaning, I got to love you. Mm-hmm. What did Jesus say? You have
1: answered correctly,"
0: Jesus replied. "Do this,
1: and you will live."
0: Now he says, "You answered correctly." Now you're not doing it now, but if you do this, you'll be good. You're not doing it. (laughs) He says, he says, he didn't say now because you're doing that, you're good. He says now if you do this, Uh uh you said that now if you do it because you're not doing it. You know all about the Bible. And don't listen to it for crap. See, you're all the way to Texas, but you're still in Texas. Still in America. You won't cross over. If you do this, then you'll be good to go. and the guy had, I, I guarantee you that guy probably changed his life after that. Because remember, he said he came to test Jesus or trick Jesus or catch him in something wrong. And then he goes, Man, I got to love the Lord with everything that I have my heart, soul, mind, and I got to love my neighbor as myself. And I'm sure he, he melted a little bit. And Jesus goes, Now, if you do that, you'll be okay. What am I saying? I thought that was a hard word, and I'm thinking, man, really, but it's really a word that benefits us because if we do love the Lord with all you have, imagine how easier your life would be. Imagine how, much, how many blessings you would have. Uh, imagine how many ways out you would have, because life's not gonna stop, but, but you will just keep getting these ways out. You'll, you'll be like a cat, always landing on your feet. Nine lives. Man, everything is trying to take me out. Everything, it's trying, trying, to get me to shut up. Hey, okay, I'm gonna attack your family. I'm gonna attack. I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do, and I just go. I'm not shutting up. I'm not gonna shut up. Not gonna shut up. Not gonna shut up.
1: <laughs>
0: not gonna shut up. You want me to take my ball and go home? Not gonna shut up. At some point, you're gonna run out. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Because I'm trying to love the Lord with all my heart. So I'm not there. I'm not there. Anybody there? I'm trying. Amen. I'm, Amen. Paul says, I haven't achieved it yet, but I'm working. Yeah. Now, I think I love the Lord more than most. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, man, dude, I'm working. I, I need to get there. I need to get there because he's telling us to do it. Yeah, hallelujah, everybody. Hallelujah. But it's like, man, I realized something. I realized something. If I do pull it off, I'm the one that benefits. Amen. I don't lose anything. So all the stuff that I try to hold on to, said, that, oh, so that's why it says if you lose your life, you'll gain it. If you find your life or keep your life, then you'll lose it. Oh, that makes sense. And then these three guys came to Jesus and Jesus shooed them all away. Jesus would have Jesus never grew a big church, never. Because every time he got a lot of people, he said something crazy to run everybody away. Jesus said, you, I don't want you. you two have too many stipulations. Can't use you. Birds have holes, birds have nests. I got nowhere to lay my headship. Nobody lets me be Lord over them. Let me live in you. I have nowhere to live. I have no humans to live in, is what he's saying. Foxes got somewhere to live. Birds have somewhere to live. Here it is. I have nowhere to lay my head ship. Nobody wants to just be solely for me. that's hard Amen. but then the Bible says a way of a transgressor is hard mm-hmm. that means someone whose mind isn't made up it always goes back to the mind everybody okay. Amen. so what am I saying I really want you to know who the Lord is I really want you to have a personal relationship with Him. I really want you to know how he feels about you and then you can work on how you feel about him I, I really want you to see that, that if we commit to God and abide in him, he'll commit and abide to us. Amen. I want us to see that he loved us before we first loved him.
1: Amen.
0: I, I want us to see that if we really say, Lord, I receive you as savior, then I, it goes hand in hand. I have to obey you as Lord, I have to. And, and that means that perfection, I'm not going to do it perfectly, God, so what about that? And God says, I know, that's why I got things like forgiveness, grace, mercy, repentance. I'm not stupid. I know you can't do it. That's why Jesus came, because I gave mankind law, and they couldn't do it. They worked at it, but nobody accomplished it, so Jesus had to come, and now I made it a little easier. But it's still hard, but it's only hard if your mind isn't made up. So don't make a lot of progress and I'm done. Don't, don't stop doing certain things or be a little calmer or nicer or stop cussing as much or don't drink as much and do all that stuff and then get all the way to the border and don't cross over. Because why? There will be a reckoning one day. Oh, yeah. We read about it last week. And the books were open. Now, man, I'm not trying to bring you down. <laughs> I'm trying to encourage you. Amen. Listen, nobody in here is perfect.
1: That's right.
0: Not, not, not nam one of us. Nam. <laughs> not nam one of us. Is <laughs> Uh, that's Alabama right there. That. Not damn one of us is perfect. But man, I thank you and praise you, God, that we're working at it. Everybody Amen. say, I'm working Amen. at it. Working at I'm it. Man, I'm working at it. Say that again. I'm working. working and the beauty it. of it is God ponders the heart. So he knows if you're telling the truth or not. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stay strong, everybody, in Jesus' name. Come on up. Huh? Stay strong. Stay strong. Stay strong. Love the Lord with everything you have until you build some more up where you can love him a little deeper. Stay strong. I said, love him with your heart, then your soul, your, your actual being. And then this one, whoa oh man, this one. See your heart is willing. Your soul wants to, because your soul don't want to go to hell. But man, this one right here, ooh you got to hold on to that one. Because think about it, you can totally be wrong and your heart be right. And God knows that. It's this thing. This big coconut right here is where all the battles happen. This is where all the problems, yo, oh, this, this is where all the trouble is. But I'm telling you, because I know your heart, your heart is. In the right place, and man, I know your soul longs to be with the Lord. But man, this coconut right here—oh man, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Heart, soul, longing for you. This. So don't. What you always want? He'll give you the life that he really has planned for you from the beginning. And then don't, don't, don't worry about what you lose by coming to Christ. And then the last one is don't look back. So we're in Texas getting ready to step into Mexico. It's not, a, it's, it's that journey to that one step. So if you make this whole journey and don't make the step. The journey was for nothing. You can't be a sometimey Christian, man. It's, you can't be a Christian on Monday and Tuesday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, well, you know. <laughs> Saturday, I'll take a time out. We'll get there. Father, I give you glory and praise, and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your presence, and i thank you for all you do for us and lord, I know you love them man you, you, i know how much you love them you tell me about it you don't know how many times i pray and you guys come up and the lord will start speaking to me about you because he wants me to pray and i do i do i pray for you way more than you know not just when you text or call and say pray for me i pray for you sometimes a minute for me i got some issues can you Jesus said, do you love me? Yeah, I love you. Then feed my sheep then. But wait a minute. What about this? No, I need you to pray. I've, I've given that to you. You, you. you guard over their spiritual life. I need you to pray. But what about my stuff? What about your stuff? See, Okay. That's done. I pray when they wake up in the morning, you're the first start their day. They're busy, it's a lot to do. A lot to do. We can't sit in church forever. We can't. We can't read the Bible all week. We can't have too much to do. But I, I pray as long as we give you first and we look to you first. I, I pray when they open their eyes that their first, or at least second thought, is you. And they start their day. Or you give them favor. You open up doors for them. I pray, oh God, you speak to their hearts and you keep them safe. The children safe, Lord, and I pray, Lord, you continue to move them forward into the life you've always promised for them. I pray you watch out for their families that are around and not around. Families burden us sometimes, Lord, but Lord, help us to give them over to you. Pray for their homes, because, you know, a lot goes on in the home, some things we don't like and... I thank God for my home. It's pretty calm. But, but Lord, things happen in homes. Lord, I need you to get in there and do that God stuff. Pray for marriages, Lord, if you can just stay in the middle of them. I pray for us that aren't married. Lord, if you can just stay with us. Stay with us. So Lord, I just thank you and praise you for provision. You always provide for us. So Lord, in Jesus' name, why wouldn't we follow you? Jesus told after he ran all the people off, he turned back to the disciples and he said, you're going to leave too? And then good old Peter goes, man, we ain't got nowhere to go. Where am I going to go? I pray we can get to that place. There's nowhere else to go. So Lord, we rest in you. We give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Let that sit for a second. Vic, come on up so you can pray for the uh, uh, communion.